Hello and welcome back. This is episode 61 of the Nonsense Podcast by What Makes Sense. This week we have on Sam and Parker from Unturned. Unturned is a very sick band out of Minneapolis, Minnesota that you need on your radar if they are not already. They just released a fantastic album. And when I say fantastic, I mean every song on that album is musically sound front to back it is one of the best albums i've heard in a very long time and uh, i would encourage everybody to go listen to it again it's called dreams of being on television if i haven't already called that out uh go check it out it's very solid album um and you know not only that but uh i fucking love the way that these guys talk about their music how they uh express themselves about you know like music is their thing and uh I, that's something i can really resonate with it's the first thing I, w- I think of when i wake up it's the last thing i think of when i go to bed um and i'm sure the sentiments share- shared with these guys and so um without further ado this is sam and parker from unturned the uh number one band that you need to have on your radar nowadays they're on no sleep records uh they've been kicking ass in the scene for the past few years so it's about time we had him on the podcast, and I'm really excited to have you guys listen to our interview. Uh, with that being said, we're going to be uh, having a little bit more sporadic of a calendar with life being a little bit more busy. As you might know, we uh, released a new uh, split with our friends Sunday Morning, and that song or that <laughs> split contains our songs Lessons and Spit, and then also from Sunday Morning, uh, it contains Inadvertent and Supernaut. These are all four beautiful songs, and we're really proud that we were able to release them. Uh, If you got a chance to catch us on tour this summer, I really appreciate that. I appreciate everybody coming out to the shows, whether you just came for a few minutes just to chat us up, buy some merch, uh, you know, stick around, or if you know you stayed there after the show, you know, hanging out outside of the venue. I think those are some of my favorite memories of uh, this summer, and you know, just past tours that we've done too. So. Thank you, a huge thank you from every member of the band of What Makes Sense. Of, uh, we're eternally grateful for people, you know, showing up for us and enjoying our music with us. Because without you guys, it'd, it'd just be you know us. <laughs> and I know that's super cliche, but I, I really do appreciate everybody who listens to the podcast, who listens to our band, who's involved in the community. Um, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. So, I'm done rambling. Here's my interview with Unturned. I hope you enjoy it. Talk to you guys soon. That's right. The band's name is What Makes Sense. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, joining us is Unturned, an amazing band on No Sleep Records. It is my understanding they are also out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, which if you know anything about that, they have a pretty sick scene out there for emo and hardcore. Um, so enough of me rambling. I'm going to hand it off to the guys to do their intros and let you know what Unturned is all about. Beautiful. Yeah, my name is Sam. I play drums um, in my free time because Parker said this earlier, what he does in his free time, I like to play Minecraft, sweet game. Um, that's kind of <laughs> my my big thing outside of the band. So That's amazing. <laughs> so funny, so, Minecraft. Uh, it's great. It's would great. you... Yeah. <laughs> Would you consider yourself like good at it? I don't know if there's like different levels of like being good at Minecraft. I'm gonna say like a solid seven out of ten on my <laughs> skill of Minecraft. 
That's actually that's pretty good. I, I think that's pretty good. I don't know anything about Minecraft. I would say if Sam's not good at it, then nobody's good at it. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Damn. So that's I that from my understanding, that's pretty fucking good. <laughs> we build. We love building. <laughs> and so Parker, what's what's your deal? Yeah, my my deal is uh I sing in the band. That's kind of my number one thing that I do in life. Um, outside of that, I'm a relatively boring person. I watch a lot of movies. I spend a lot of time uh, generally just passing time uh, consuming media, whether it be on Twitter or Instagram or reading or anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I had more interesting things to say, but outside of the band, I'm relatively chill. That's honestly like a great way to go about life and I envy that. That sounds, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. My man. hobbies, yeah, don't consist of anything like <laughs> too creative outside of the band. I think you're selling yourself short, and we have, you know, 30, 45 minutes, an hour to get to know you guys. And so I think we're going to dig up a lot more on that. <laughs> um, so, guys, let's jump into. I think we, yeah, we discussed this a little bit. Let's before. see. I hope so. <laughs> We, uh, we discussed this a little bit before the episode, but uh, I have like three main prompts for each episode. The first one is always going to be the same um, because I think it's I think it's a good question and it, it lets people know that you guys give a damn about your music and you know why other people should give a damn about your music. And then uh, we have two other questions which you know tend to either rotate a little bit or they're just ones that are you know unique to this episode. And so first question is, why should people listen to Unturned? I'm letting Parker take that for sure. <laughs> That's like... <laughs> just start with the most challenging question you could ever ask anybody <laughs> in a band. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I can't give a solid answer as to anyone why anybody should listen to our band. I can say that we've been playing music together, Sam and I, um, in Unturned for close to 10 years now it started um when we were in high school freshman sophomore year and so uh, i mean it's been kind of the most consistent and solid thing in both of our lives for over over 10 years now i would say we've been playing music together but unturned has been a project for you know over half my i mean more like like a, a majority of my life and so i think that that really kind of um shows in our music and i think that anybody that listens to us um can kind of sense that you know this is something that we really care about and it's something that you know we've been doing together for so long and i think that that kind of relationship between not only sam and i but the other four um i mean the other three uh really shows in our music and i don't know i think i think that our music is fun i think that it's uh easy to listen to i think that uh yeah, I think it's just a good time, and I would hope that anybody that listens to it can just, like, have a good time with it. Um, but you don't have to. I, I'm not going to force anybody to like my music or our music. So, yeah, damn, I, that's a good question. I, I think I, I, I'm, I'm stumped. I think one thing that's cool, or I don't even, it's not even cool per se, but the, the five of us have always all listened to, like, entirely different genres for the most part. Like, we all listen to super different music outside of the fact that we create like what unturned is together and i think that's always brought like some fun things to the table that maybe you don't like always get with uh 
I mean, any band or artist, I guess you could say. Because, like, we've got Will, who plays guitar, who listens to, like, a ton of, like... I don't know. I, I'm going to mess this up, and he's going to call me on it. But it's I would say, like, 60s, 70s, whatever kind of, like, rock. He's a really big fan of, like, Elvis Costello, stuff like that. Um, I listen to, like, 100 Gecks, and I get absolutely destroyed by them <laughs> for that. Um, and then, like, it's just all over the board. Um, and I think that's always brought, like, a fun thing uh, and just a fun element that maybe we get different styles, like, that you don't necessarily pick up on, but we know that we, like, put in there on purpose to try and kind of get into, like, other things other than just, like, pop punk or emo or whatever you want to call it. So I think that's a fun reason to kind of check it out as well. Nice. And I, I think this is a good time to go into my second main question. And um, so I, you know spent today listening to your album at work actually and also on my commute back um and was just curious like so what's different about this um i know it's been i think about three years since your last you know big release and so you know walk me through these past three years of this creative process what's you know what's was there anything different in the approach the production um the songwriting you know how you guys you know I guess any sort of materials that you brought into the, you know, concept or the concept of the album. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like, um, so for a period of time and with our last release, which was sunk and yeah, like you mentioned, it was like three, three years ago. I think it came out in 2019. Um, when we were writing that a lot of it was very focused on, each of us and our individual instruments and like what we can do to make our instruments sound the best and that's not like a bad thing I just don't think that's what was working for us so when we were going into our like practices every week and starting to kind of really like hunker down and write this album um, it was very like important to us that we wrote songs that were full um, just like to look at it as a collective song versus five people playing instruments. Does that make sense? Definitely. Like we didn't want it to, yeah. Like I think in the past we were like, oh, let's make like the coolest possible things that we can do. I want to play like the craziest drum parts, which yep. they weren't, not that they were super crazy, but it's like, that's not necessarily what you need to do all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think just taking a step back and maybe even like, for me specifically, I would honestly say simplifying. Uh, what I'm doing and maybe just making it more palatable I think that was kind of a big part of um, just like how we approached writing the album Um, and then also I know that just with COVID and like there was a period of time where we weren't practicing as much um, I think we all kind of grew up a little bit because when Sunk came out we were like 19 20 whatever and like still doing some of us were still in school um and all that's kind of like done now so i think it's just partially like aging a little bit growing up a little bit and uh really helped us develop what we were going for too so wow and so you guys are pretty young when you got signed to no sleep so walk me through that how did that all happen i mean you guys are you know young in your early 20s just you know I wouldn't say just starting out as a band because that's definitely not the case, but, you know, just starting to get, uh, you know, a crowd around you and a fan base and all that. And so how'd this signing come about? I can 
yeah, I, I think I can jump in. Oh yeah, go for Sorry, it. Sorry, I I had to switch to my phone because the my computer's why I don't know what was going on. Um, but uh, no worries. Yeah, so we, you know, uh, like our junior year, senior year of high school, we really started branching out, going on tour. So it started a lot with just like little runs of you know across the Midwest, and so we we got really used to going on the road and and just playing and making connections with all these other bands and making connections with, you know, just friends of ours in the industry. And it all came together kind of really naturally. I think that we had done like three or four, like longer tours up to the point that we were, uh, that we were approached by no sleep records. And at that point we had already had like an EP, um, recorded and in written our EP sunk and, you know, it was really just a matter of like right place, right time. And uh, Chris at No Sleep had heard of us just, I think, through like social media, seen some stuff around there. And uh, I think that uh, it just kind of like fell into our laps. Like we weren't, I mean, we were with, with the EP, we were definitely trying to push it and put it in front of labels, but like we weren't really making any headway. And uh, I think that we just had, uh, you know, the EP ready to go and Chris really liked it and things just kind of worked themselves out that way. And like, yeah, I was crazy thinking about like that happened almost, it was a 20, I think we signed to no sleep officially in like March of 2019, which is like just so gnarly to think about. And it just makes me also feel like so old Three years, man. Yeah. It makes me and the band feel so old, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was, you guys are kids, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are what? At, at max right now, 23. Uh, I'm 24 and I'm, yeah, oldest. he's the oldest. Yeah. I'm, oh wow. You're ancient dude. I'm 23. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Try, try. I'm creeping up on 28 this year, which means I am, <laughs> So close to 30, uh, and it scares the shit out of me. You're in your prime. You're still in your prime. Don't say that. <laughs> 30, 30 is epic. 30 is going to be the best. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But, yeah, no, it was just it – was, it was something that I think really just happened supernaturally, I think. And we had worked really hard and been touring all the time, and we had a piece of music – uh, sunk that we were really proud of and really excited to share with the world and so to be able to put it out and sign to a label and you know it, it, it was just kind of like oh damn we can kind of do this music thing right where i think we're doing something right so yeah it was really it was a, it was a it was a pretty big accomplishment for us i think at that age and um it, mm-hmm. and i think it confirmed a lot of anxieties that we had about you know just being in a band like are we doing anything right like is this is this how it should be done and yeah it was just nice and reassuring that somebody cared enough to be able to put us on their label (laughs) and um i mean they 100 percent made the right choice uh so it correct me if i'm wrong but that came out like it was march 2019 yes Yes. Wow. So that was you guys got one year uh, pre-pandemic, and then you know, of course, the the pandemic mm-hmm. hit. <laughs> but yeah. um, you know, I'm glad that that happened because I know, obviously, like in terms of you know being able to release anything for a pandemic, like during the beginning of the pandemic, nobody wanted to put anything out, and it was just like we had kind of the the dark ages of music for a few months, where like nobody wanted to put shit out and it, it mm-hmm. really sucked because there was a lot of bands that I knew had a lot of great stuff but I feel like over time bands were like wait this shit doesn't really matter like 
people are at home they're not doing anything like they're gonna listen to music they may not be able to come to shows but you know they'll still buy our merch they'll still stream our music it's like just doing what you can in the face of you know a, a pretty terrible situation um, but I'm glad that you guys got at least a year out of that. So what did that year look like pre-pandemic? Did you guys go on tour? Um, you know, did you feel like a, a warmer reception after signing? Did you feel like your fan base, you know, just grew stronger around your scene? What What did that feel like? Sam, you want to jump on that? I don't want to keep talking over you or feel like I'm taking words out of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, since we had the... EP recorded already it was uh kind of nice to not have to worry about getting like the actual like we signed and we already had like this EP ready to go so we we're able to just kind of go with that um I know that we did a couple of tours um they were both like week and a half two week nothing like too crazy um but I know one was like our song release tour and then I can't even remember what the other one was who would you guys uh, go think- on the road with for the sunk one, it was just us. I know we did one with, um, I don't know if you know Fossil Youth and Rarity. We were out with them. Yeah, for, wow. Yeah, those are big names. Yeah, that was that was our first, like, we've, we've toured with, like, homies and stuff like that. And those have always, always will be, uh, like, an absolute blast. But that was where we are like, I thought that was really cool. I was really stoked about that. We uh um, we interviewed Corbin no. uh, from Rarity. Oh, nice! Like, yeah, early, yeah. early pandemic. He's a really cool cat. I love Corbin. Absolutely. He's one of my favorite people, and he'll always yeah. He's I I think that Rarity tour. Him and I had like a pretty solid connection on there, and I think that you know we don't really chat as much as we used to, but it's always going to be one of those things where we could hit each other up at any time. And be like, yo, nothing's changed. It's like yeah, he's great. He seems like Absolutely. that type of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I think we, you know, we felt some good, uh, like the response was good. Um, I think we were just excited to keep things kind of going from there with the album and then obviously pandemic hit. And so there was basically, like you mentioned, that kind of freeze. Um, But up to that point, it was it was good. I mean, we were excited, uh, very, very motivated. I had just graduated at that point. So we were starting to like really plan stuff and um yeah and then and then covid so we're just kind of taking things in a in a way it was kind of a a way for us to reevaluate and really figure out what we wanted to do with the album which is cool but other than that obviously yeah it put a it put a bit of a, a freeze on everything so. yeah i mean i'm going to jump so, on kind of what sam was talking about a little bit too like you know with the tours we did right after sunk it was really good we felt like we had like a lot of motivation and things were you know we were making headway and stuff but i think that honestly um things we like after sunk we didn't have anything really i mean we'd kind of been writing a little bit um up like in the fall of 2019 and um we we weren't necessarily writing a record we kind of were just like you know let's let's tone it down let's take it back because we've been touring like pretty frequently um for the past two and a half years and i think that that kind of wore on us and i think that there were aspects to touring all the time and um, you know, kind of operating in that capacity that kind of made us forget like exactly like what we like about being in a band um, and, you know, like how we mm. like operating between the five of us. And so I think that honestly it was, it was 
in that fall of 2019 that we actually decided to take a little bit of a step back and didn't have any tours planned. We didn't really have anything super big on the horizon. We knew that at some point we wanted to get started on writing a record, but uh, we, we really didn't actually kind of come back together. We started jamming again. Like uh, it, we really didn't like when the pandemic hit, we didn't do anything with the band. We didn't, try and like record anything or put any new music out like we were like not even we didn't have a practice until like august of 2020 maybe like september of 2020 um so it, it things kind of wow. like really slowed down but like once we started getting back together i think the fact that we hadn't been playing music for so long and and the impact that the pandemic had on all of our lives and everybody else's lives just made us like really realize like damn like we know what we want to do as a band we know how we want to move forward and we kind of want to do it on our own terms. So we're just going to like sit and write as many songs as we can with no particular goal in mind, no particular sound. And I think that it came together really naturally. And I think that it kind of reinvigorated the band. And I think that that is something that you can hear in the record itself. So yeah, long winded answer to your question and kind of going off of what Sam said, but the pandemic hit us pretty bad as a band, but also brought us all back together again. And that was, you know, I think a pretty transformative time for us. And, you know, what's important about that is that you guys did come back. A lot of bands didn't. A lot of bands, um, you know, were either just hitting their arc, you know, at the same time as you guys were, 2019. Um, and, you know, that shit just basically stunted their growth. Or, you know, some bands, like my band, we started off... Uh, in 2019 i joined in early 2020 and and um luckily you know everybody in my band's very you know music minded and like we love doing what we do um but we know other bands who started around the same time as we did that did not make it through just because like you know they had to take a few months off and you know uh relationships can kind of you know can kind of fray when you know you're not able to see each other in person and talk through things and you know talk about your goals and what you want to do with a band and you know how you want certain things to sound and like you know just what what your general direction is and um so i know a lot of bands didn't you know necessarily fare too well through it but i'm glad to hear that you guys did well and shit you got you got a full album coming out of it um so i want to go this is my i think my final like main question that I really want to get into. And I, I just thought of it. I'm ditching my last one. I wrote one down. I think it okay, sucks. Okay, cool. Love it. Um, On fuck the that. fly, we're doing it yeah. live. Fuck that other question. Let's let's do this one. <laughs> so my question, and I want an answer from both of you, is can you walk me through what your favorite song is on the album? You, you don't need to name names if you don't want to. I just want to know what's the feel of it. You know, How does it make you feel? Uh, what's the general tone of it? You know, how's it start? How? What's the middle look like? What's the chorus look like? What's the end look like? Um, you know, think of it really as like a story because I guess every song kind of is in a way. Um, walk me through that. I would really love to hear that. I'm gonna let Sam answer that one first because I'm genuinely curious <laughs> to hear what he says. <laughs> I knew you were gonna make me go first. Oh right, man, uh, that's shitty. <laughs> let me let me take a look. Let's see here. Oh, he's got to look at it. Oh man. Well, no, I'm pretty sure that I know, but I think we're gonna have the same one. So I kind of want to pick one that's different than the one that I know you're gonna pick. Okay. So, um, let's see here. Okay, I think honestly, no, I'm gonna I'm still gonna say it. So. There's a song that's like about halfway through the album called Wax, 
Mm. Um, and that's the I'm sure I don't think I'm sure it's fine if we like talk about this, but it's gonna be the first single that's coming out, and um, it's very very uh, like I don't know. It just reminds me a lot of like '90s or like like Green Day, and um, everything oh, yeah. about it is like it's like the songs that I love to listen to. It's got like a really cool like guitar like just guitar start and. Um, got some got some vocals in there and then we all kind of come in at this point and um, got vocals it does <laughs> it's, it's it's not too long either i think i like songs it's like sitting at that like two and a half three minutes and i think that's like that's perfect. a sweet spot yep <laughs> um my dog's eating food in the background. I don't know if you can hear that. I'm sorry. All good. <laughs> He's munching. But, we are, um, we're a dog-friendly podcast. Thank God, dude. Um, but yeah, so I would say that's my favorite song. Um, everything about it, I feel like, just encapsulates like what the album is. Um, like From front to back, it's like if you wanted to do like a snapshot of what you're getting into with the album, I would just show everyone that song, which is why we're doing it first uh, as like the single. So That's amazing. Yeah, I would say. Can you anybody hear me? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. It just like went super silent for a second. I'm like, oh damn, what happened? Um, I would say, yeah. I, Sam, actually, it's a good guess. I, I might, I, I feel like I might have picked Wax like a month ago, but like that's the thing about the record that I, I feel like I've listened to it so many times that like I kind of go back and forth on like which song is my favorite. <laughs> like I genuinely yep. feel like any song on the record I could like go to bat for because I think that it's just like, you know, like Sam said, I feel like it's the type of music that I would listen to, which I think is like, I don't know. I feel like some artists can like write something and then like, you know, not really feel like they can wholeheartedly enjoy it or blast it in their car. But like I blast the record in my car, like almost every day. Cause I just like really proud of it and love it. Um, but there's a song on the record called gum that I think really encapsulates like what we wanted to do with the record as a whole. Cause it was written pretty early on. And it was at that time where we just kind of started getting back together and jamming. And so it was like one of the first practices that we had back together. And it really just started as like a riff off, like um, Will, our guitarist had this like really cool little lick um, that kind of became the centerpiece of the entire song. And you'll hear it because it, it's it's really like the, the, the catalyst for the chorus. And, you know, uh, it came together in like probably half an hour. And it was one of those songs where, you know, you can be sitting on one part or sitting on like a, a bridge or, you know, any other aspect of the song for like weeks and just be like, I don't know what to put here. I don't know what's going on. But that one came together just so naturally. And I think that it really just captures like the energy of the record as a whole. I think that it's it's fun. It's to the point. I think that it's nice, short and sweet. Um, and you know, it's I, like not to toot my own horn, but I think it's like one of the best courses that we've ever written because it is like one of those kind of ear candy courses. And I think that it's really different than anything else we've done as a band up to this point. And I think that anybody that kind of listens to that song in particular is going to be going like, Oh damn, that's unturned. Um, which is something <laughs> that I'm like really proud of and something that I'm excited to share. Uh, but yeah, I just think, I think it's just, it's fun. I, I find it like yeah. getting stuck in my head and, it, and, you know, my mom is like, 
she got punished by me as like a, a teenager. Whenever she'd be driving me around, I'd always be playing, you know, Blink, Sum 41, yeah. Newfound Glory. <laughs> and so she kind of like unwillingly became like a fan of like early 2000s pop punk. But uh, yeah, I sent her the record after we got the masters back. And mm. like the first thing she said to me was like, gum, that's my favorite song. I know <laughs> all so the words great. already. And so now whenever we're around like family or anything, she's always just like, Parker, you got to play gum. Everybody's got to hear it. And so I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I think that's a good indicator. If there's like a song that we wrote that my mom like genuinely likes and like wants to show her friends. Yeah. I think that that, I think that that does something or says something. So yeah, I would say that that's, yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite on the record. That's so great when, you know, families like I wholeheartedly love this because like, I get it. Like the, the music my band plays isn't music that my parents go out of their, their way to listen to. Like, you know, that's, a, that's a whole generation removed from them. Um, but like, you know, they, they enjoy some of our songs and like some other people enjoy some of our songs. Um, I think one of the funniest things that's ever happened to me was um, uh, we released, uh, you know, this was my favorite music video, favorite song that we've released so far. And um, we, uh, you know, we were just like pushing it everywhere. And so my, my girlfriend's grandparents always ask like, oh, what's Aaron doing with the band and all that? You know, like it's my, you know, Love livelihood that. and we go on tour all the time. Like it's just not the case, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, she's always just like, ah, oh, what, what are they up to? And she's like, well, they just released a new music video. And she's like, let, let me see it. <laughs> and so uh, she commented, her grandmother commented on it too. and was like, this is very lovely. I love the way it's shot. <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> if you can get a compliment from a grandparent on your music, yeah. then that you're doing something right. After uh, after a night of drinking, we were at, I think, you know, it was some, I think it was my girlfriend's like brother's uh, birthday party or something. And of course, it's just like just the family there at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, hey, Aaron, play some of your music. I'm like, I don't think that's a good idea. And they played our whole first EP, <laughs> front to back. <laughs> You're just like, Sometimes I was, you gotta love it. I was sweating. I was so embarrassed. I'm like, I know none of you listen to this. <laughs> you know, I think it's actually, it's, it's kind of funny and kind of alludes back to just kind of the record as a whole. But I think that when we were writing a lot of the music or at least um, what I kind of enca- like envisioned is like, you know, I, I learned a lot about like pop punk and like punk rock and all that through like movies that I used to watch as a kid. Like, you know, all those early two thousands movies used to have all these gnarly soundtracks. With, oh, they were with bands so good. Like, right. Like with bands like some 41 or like bowling for soup or MXPX or, you know, just all those like early two thousands pop punk bands. And so, you know, as, as a kid who had never, had any sort of introduction to rock music or punk rock or anything like that, you know, hearing that for the first time, I was like, damn, I got to learn more about this. I got to get into this. So I yeah. think that with, with this record, I kind of wanted to, all of the songs to, you know, if somebody who had never been introduced to pop punk or like had any idea or familiarity with the genre or what's going on or other bands similar, like, I would like them to be able to listen to the record and go, this is good. I want to listen to more music like this. You know what I mean? Just to kind of be a little bit more uh, palatable for everybody. And so, yeah, when, whenever whenever uh, we had a compliment from a parent or something, that's just like, I'm like, that's sick. We just played a show in Fargo, actually, and um, one of our buddies in the other band was talking to me after the set. He's like, yeah, my dad was here. And he's like, 
that second song that they played, which is like one of our new ones, was like, he's like, that was like one of the coolest songs I've heard live in a long time. And I'm like, wow. whoa, that's uh, that's like top tier compliment. So yeah, wow. I I think that uh, I think that I'm excited to kind of put this record out and share it with the world and and get more dads and moms and parents and grandparents <laughs> yeah. to listen to our music. I think that's yeah. our target demographic, honestly. Unturned is going to take over the 50 plus demographic this year. <laughs> Boomer rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys should make some like shirts like, uh, you know, yacht rock or something. Yacht rock. Like, un- Unturned is a uh, yacht rock or light yacht rock or something. Band. Yeah. My mom literally has a playlist called yacht rock. So. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> Unapologetically oh, yacht rock. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so guys, I think we're, we're at our mark right now. Um, I want to make sure we leave time for, uh, some of our, our segments at the end. And so one of the biggest ones that I like to, uh, kind of hand over the mic to our guests. And my last question is, well, actually two last questions and we can go through the first one. Um, so first of all, uh, what's next for unturned? I know you guys have this album coming up. Um, I'm going to hesitate on the release date for now, just in case uh, anything changes. I don't want to be like, oh, it's going to be like, (laughs) you know, like tomorrow. And then like the podcast, you know, uh, launches after. So uh, just let it know or let it be known. Everybody listening, there's an LP coming up and it's probably around the time that this episode's dropping. But um, beyond that, really, what what's on the horizon for you guys? What? I guess what's kind of like the five-year plan or, you know, what's life look like for you guys after you drop this? Parker, that's that, all you. Oh, uh, come on. I mean, yeah, I get answer <laughs> question, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that our, our main focus with this as of right now, it is really just putting this record out. And I think that we're really just excited to see what comes after that. Um, and just, you know, being, we haven't put music out since 2019. So, you know, putting a whole record out, uh, we have no idea what kind of opportunities could arise after that. So we're just really looking forward to sharing it with the world and just like letting people know, oh yeah, we're a band. We're like ready to gig. We're ready to do stuff. I think that in the uh, very near future, we were going to be hitting the road. I, we're going to get back on the, on tour. And so we're going to be playing music again um, all over the place. And I think that that is something that, all of us have been looking forward to doing and i think that's really kind of a a main fixture of our band is i think that we love playing live more than anything and so having the opportunity to do that again and touring with the new record is something that we're very excited about and uh yeah so it's just going to be a lot of shows um uh and just uh I don't know, new music at some point after this record. I, I don't know. I think we're both, <laughs> I mean, all of us, all of us are under the, are, have been operating under the assumption that we're probably going to be doing this for lo- like the rest of our lives, regardless of what happens. Um, who knows? It might end with us just like being a full-time cover band. We've talked about doing that actually. So maybe that's also on the horizon. <laughs> it's it's <front>. lucrative. <laughs> yeah, it is lucrative. We're thinking about just being a bar band because then we get to play all of our favorite dad rock songs our yacht rock song so yes and, there you go <laughs> yeah so that may be on the horizon but yeah in the near future it's just we're hoping to get this record out by the end of the summer and um from there just kind of smooth sailing and hopefully uh just being able to tour and play as much as possible 
Yeah. Excited to put out our first full length and just kind of see what people think. Honestly, that's like the most exciting part, right? So. Yeah, that's true as well. I'm just excited to see how people respond to it. That's my number one fear in life right now and the biggest cause of my anxiety is putting <laughs> this record out in the world, but also it's something that I look forward to the most. So I think it'll be a good time. I think one of the things you should keep in mind, um, and I'm in no position to tell any, or I'm in no position to solicit any sort of music advice on people uh, or impart any music advice on people. But what I would say is I could tell you guys are passionate about this. I could tell you've put your heart and soul into this album. Um, You guys are on a very good label that I know will support you in this. And so I I would say I wouldn't, fear that not uh you know yielding success i would fear the amount of success that you guys are gonna have <laughs> with this <laughs> um it sounds like this is this is a very promising um body of artwork that you guys have worked very hard on and have thought a lot about and have gone about you know maybe differently than you previously had and um i think people will be able to tell that you enjoyed doing it and I think they'll be able to tell that you, you know, really took the time to make sure this is a, a quality body of work. But um, with that all being said, I've got a few more questions for you guys and then I'll let you go. But um, this is a, another one of my favorite ones because I feel like it really goes back to the point that you guys love being musicians. You love playing music live. You love, you know, going to a studio and recording and, you know, having copies of your music be able to you know be listened to across the world um can you share some of the bands that you know might maybe might be local to you guys or you know just like smaller i i I hate the term smaller bands because that's all like really relative but you know maybe bands that are really just working their asses off right now that you know need that people need to hear about yeah sam you can start with that one yeah, um, there's some bands that I definitely really, really enjoy listening to. My dog is doing backflips essentially right now, sorry. <laughs> Wait, everything that's awesome. That, <laughs> dude, everything that he needs is in this room where my computer is, so he's just rolling around <laughs> on his bed right now, like, freaking out. Um, so, yeah, there's a few bands from, um, like, the Minneapolis scene that we're friends with or are just doing really, really, really cool things um and before even getting to that one band i don't know if you've heard of gleamer um but the singer and guitarist of gleamer i have actually yeah so that's who produced our album um and it just sounds incredible and Corey as a musician and gleamer as a band are just like one of my favorite bands like so talented nicest people um would just highly recommend if anyone (laughs) is looking for something new to listen to but um in terms of bands from the cities uh heart to gold i don't know if you've heard of that band um they're super super cool they just signed to will yip's label and put out their uh second album and it's is killer it's really cool um i would just i don't even know what genre i would (laughs) say like punk emo i don't know um but super cool um let's see sorry i'm trying to like 
remember James, uh, who plays bass in our band. Um, he's in a band called Grandma, which is just like a straight <laughs> punk band, <laughs> and so they're sick. sick as fuck. Um, I will never ever tire of watching Grandma. They're the coolest <laughs> band to watch, and it's just like bop after bop. Um, and then the third one I wanted to mention was Prize Horse, which is really good friends of ours. Um, <clears throat> they also recorded with Corey, and they just make very, very good music and great people. So, Hell yeah. Yeah, Sam kind of hit the nail on the head <clears throat> with all the bands that I was going to say. But yeah, so Prize Horse, <laughs> Heart to Gold. Um, some bands uh, from Minneapolis that I am super stoked on right now. Uh, there's this band called Nah. They're a hardcore band. Um, just like an absolute blast to see live. Um, and just like solid killer music. Um, friends of ours as well that uh, just put out a record last summer, I think, Salt Creek. Um, they're just like busting their ass touring all the time and consistently putting on like one of the coolest live shows that you can see and one of the best live bands that you can see like i kind of anytime i've seen them live i kind of just like stand in awe at (laughs) what they're doing and just kind of let the music and the wall of sound that they produce just like take me away but uh yeah um those two are kind of like my big picks i would say um but yeah there's so much happening especially in minneapolis there's new bands coming up all the time which is like the best part about the minneapolis music scene and the midwest music scene is that it just you know anybody anywhere can start a band and just start playing and i think it's been so beneficial for our scene and the scene in general just all these new all these new bands coming up all the new music coming out and it's just yeah it's it's great i love to hear that so my final question or it's not really a question but if you could just leave people with a parting thought, whether that be a, you know, a motto, a mantra, a, uh, you know, I don't know, something, a joke, uh, <laughs> anything you've heard recently, uh, something you think people should know more about. Um, I just, I, I love leaving it open-ended. So totally up to you guys how you want to tackle this. Yeah, I mean, I would say this kind of applies to life in general and being in a band. I think that, you know, the number one thing that you should always be consistent on and like the number one goal you should always be reminding yourself of is to just have fun and to allow yourself to be as creative and and productive as possible. I think that that's something that we kind of have really made a staple of our band is that we only want to do things that sound fun to us and 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 we don't want this to ever feel like something that we don't want to be doing um and we don't want it to be something that ever hinders our creativity or anything like that and so i would just say like go full steam ahead and whatever you uh want to do in life you just got to have fun with it and uh it's uh corny as fuck but it can do you some good I like that. And Sam, what do you got for us? Just some parting words. I I don't know how I'm supposed to top have fun. That's like the Yeah, that was sick. <laughs> um I don't know. I don't know. Now I feel on the spot. This is what I did to park earlier. <laughs> um I'm gonna say everyone make sure to enjoy nice weather. 
<laughs> I like being outside <laughs> when it's nice out, and you don't realize that until it's not winter anymore when you live in Minnesota. So I'm just very much cherishing that. Um, and make sure to pet all of your dogs. That's all I've got. I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, all right, right, guys. Uh, every everyone listening, go listen to Unturned. They are on Spotify. They're on Apple Music. They're on pretty much any streaming platform. Are you guys on Title by any chance? I think we are on Title. (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, Go. (laughs) That's crazy. I can't even afford a Title subscription. (laughs) (laughs) Go listen to them on Title if you have Title. Um, I doubt people are listening to this episode on Title, but if we are hell Sick. go for it um i'm sure you guys have music videos so go bump those if if you guys have uh internet access and youtube um which everybody should because it's free um so unturned sam parker thank you guys so much for joining me this episode it's been an absolute pleasure thank you guys uh don't get many chances to speak to a lot of people from minneapolis or you know minnesota in general so uh you guys have a beautiful hell state yeah. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much, guys. Thank Thanks you. so much. Appreciate your time. All right. All right. Have a good one. Take you care. as well. Bye-bye. Bye.